G'day and welcome to episode 121 of the Blow Pod. We're back! I'm back! It's been a while. Bit of Eric Bischoff thing music there. Mm. <laughs> Come Come better than ever! No, we can't promise that, can we? No. <laughs> but it's Grand Final Day 2021. Hang on, 2021, we've got to stand up and applaud. Oh, yeah, applaud Baz for being a cockhead. Honestly, how could the city of Perth have let this happen? Yeah. And I have to say, given that um, Hamish McLaughlin is a previous winner of the Leon Davis medal, surely like Baz is putting in an early nomination to win it this year, considering like anything that has anything to do with football coverage over the last like three weeks, that the sh- giant schnoz has been front and centre of every single promotional piece or picture or like press release or stupid oh. fucking clapping announcement. Yeah. Or... But, but enough about Matthew Pavlich. Uh, about yeah. Baz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, so here we are. Apologies for um, not having posted anything for about 18 months. So, yeah, <laughs> can we blame COVID? Yeah, we, we, that's, we, that's yeah. the done thing now. It's like due to COVID. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're in isolation for 18 months. Yeah. Apart from the fact that we're living in the city that's probably been the least affected in the world. Not sure what our experience well, would be. But... Except for the fact that we can't have any cricket here yeah, at the moment, which I'm still dirty on. Yeah. Thanks, McGowan. Yeah. But anyway. So, so here we go. Melbourne versus the Western Bulldogs. Two of the uh, also-rans in terms I, of uh, I, football, footballing I heavyweights. To, I, I just want to go on a slight tangent. In, uh, in 1986, <laughs> the VFL was saved by large amounts of money coming from Brisbane and Perth. Mm. Fast forward to uh, the 2020s and the <laughs> AFL has been saved from large amounts of money coming from Brisbane and Perth. And a couple of hostings. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. I thank, know, I know, thank, I know, thank I know you what it is. You should be clapping us. We should be clapping you. That's all I'm yeah. saying on this matter. And as someone who's hosted a grand final before, I know that bad things can happen, such as Jamison spilling crumbs everywhere. Oh. So, <laughs> just, I'm just Let's, easing him already. Just, so, the old dynamic is already back. Like scary, four minutes in. <laughs> you flashback to a great day, to what was a horrible season for the Eagles. Oh, my God. Oh, but anyway. Fair shit. Ten all Australians and they can't even make the finals. Um, yeah, and um, well, I think the reason for that is pretty clear. As I said, like it's the blokes. Yeah, they're not who... any good. <laughs> well, no, it's the smudginess. As I remember saying to you, with about a month left to go in the season, it's the blokes who haven't won a premiership medal who are actually putting in a decent season. Surprise, surprise! Yeah. Two of those blokes finished first and third in their best and fairest this year. Like, yeah, it's the the lack of like. I feel Richmond were exactly the same. As soon as the um, oh. the quarantining and. And the uh, you know as soon as there were any sort of obstacles or hurdles to overcome this season, I felt like two of the teams who already had premiership medallions just went nah, oh, nah we'll queue in the rack till twenty twenty two. I think, well, to be honest, I think the Eagles turned the to- I mean they turned their toes up a little bit of that stuff in twenty twenty as well. Mm. The yep. real I think the real reason both those teams also put Collingwood in the same in the same bracket for this as well. I think the rule changes caught them out. So mm. these days, being a team that wants to chip mark the ball, it goes against how the game's played. And today's probably, you know, the, proves that point. We've got two teams that like to parachute their mm. attacks from the from their half-back line. 
not with, not with great forwards, but like it's about getting it in there and, and maintaining the pressure. Ben Brown dislikes this, but I thought uh, all, I thought all of uh, Collingwood's problems stemmed from the fact that they've been racist for the last twenty five years. Mate, well, is well, I thought it had to do with I thought it had to do with the, the, who was running the show there for the last twenty five years, maybe. But yes. uh, didn't, help should... that, didn't help that they were paying other teams to uh, take their players. But, mm. Yeah, One of whom is uh, in front of me now playing today. Yeah, irony of all ironies, if he comes away with a normie, yeah, say that. Be pretty good. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, can I just give a shout out to Nathan Buckley, who I think has been bent over and fucked up the ass throughout all this. I think he's a brilliant coach. I think he got his team to within a kick of a premiership. And I think he's been extremely well, hard done by and everything. I right? think it's, a, it's, it's an extreme irony in that, you know, it's funny how one kick can change, can mm. completely change momentum. Dom if, Sheed doesn't thread I'm the needle. Thinking, he's a premiership coach right now. Well, Dom Sheed doesn't thread, the mid, doesn't thread the middle. Adam Simpson might have been the one who got fired this mm. year. Yes, very um, true. So it's, it's funny. And look, you know, with regards to the Eagles, Sumo, you've got to go back to the drawing board because... The reality is, is that I think seventy percent of the problems stem from you and your leadership this year. Well, that and the fact that you couldn't accuse the Eagles of being racist because they've decided they're better off keeping um, a dirty you know, drug cheat on their list just because he's indigenous. Well, can I have my hot take oh, on no, that? No, 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 no. But no, they've got credits no. in the bank. Everything's oh. about credits in the bank with the Eagles. My hot take on that is that if Willie Rioli was white, he would have been delisted eighteen months ago. Well, I, mean, I will leave it at that. I'll, I'll, I'll counter <laughs> with the fact that they kept Daniel Venables on their list for probably two years too long yeah, as well. well concussion uh, is a little bit different to being a drug but, chat, but uh, anyway. Look, let's, let's jump into today. So, look, uh, as usual, I'm ready to uh, step in and put my foot in it, as we seem to do. I think every, I have gotten every grand final prediction wrong with the exception of the West Coast, and even then I thought they'd win handily, and they won by, well, they should have won by two goals. Thanks, Jack, darling, you douche. But uh, we're, not, we're not going there. Jamis is already flashing back to Nam over on the other side of the room. Took, it, took, it, took a year off my life. Although I am, At least. I am happy to hear that apparently he said he felt he took five off his own. Oh, Jamison would have taken 20 yeah. off his if, he, but, um, if they had lost. But um, look, I think, uh, well, I think the Western Bulldogs have overachieved by making it here. I think if you watched the final against Brisbane at the Gabba, how they won that game is just beyond me. I thought Brisbane were the best team out there for three quarters of the game. And I actually think Melbourne... Look, at the start of the season, I said the biggest concern I have about Melbourne is that they're going to overperform and then just shit the bed against Geelong in a big final. Well, two weeks ago... Egg and my face collided because they shat all over Geelong. Like, I'm three quarters of Rex just remembering it right now. I think they've been the best team all year. I think they're going to win by six goals today. Yeah, I think Melbourne, I think Melbourne have the better bookends and the Bulldogs have the better umpires. So it could be a close... Uh, the Sydney Swans yeah. like this message. It could be, it, I'm expecting this to be relatively close, but I am expecting Melbourne to pull away late. Yeah. Uh, I just think that the scoring, the scoring power that they have compared to the Bulldogs, and I have some Ben Brown again. <laughs> well, I have some serious question marks over over the Bulldogs' defence. Somebody like Bailey Fritch could really step up today and kick five or six. Yeah, um, I'm not sure who the matchup is for him that they have. So that that will be interesting to see. 
I and mean, yeah, I, I, I look at the Bulldogs, and, and you know, I have two rather big questions. Like, uh, if Aaron Norton doesn't play well today, mm. where are they going to get their goals from? That's my first concern. It's the midfield, isn't and it? And the second, <laughs> and the second one is. Stephen Martin's probably got to play the game of his life today. Yeah, and that's not Stephen Martin of four years ago, a lock yeah. in everyone's dream 30, team at the Brisbane Lions. This is 34-year-old yeah, yeah, Stephen who's Martin. Under, uh, who's undone 34-year-old, yeah. yeah, as well. Like, so... Yeah, um, no, I mean, the obvious... Because I mean, obviously we're going to do our predictions for Norm Smith and, and yeah. Leon Davis medalists. Like, I feel like Max Gorn has got one hand on the Norm Smith medal right now, purely because the... The difference in class to his direct opponent, and well, not class. That's a bit yeah. unfair on Stefan. But yeah. in terms of him being parachuted in, as you say, like mid thirties, horribly underdone. What you know, well below match fitness, I think. Like well, against the number one ruckman in the competition, alongside Nick Nat, it's a. I actually I mean, kind of feel bad for him. Like if if I could be time for him to do the old uh, Mo bursting out of the bathroom with the crowbar before the game, I think that well, that's the best think, chance he's got. Well, I think that the Norm Smith in particular is half about the game and half about the narrative, and the Max Gorn narrative's there. I mean, if mm. if if Melbourne win, it's probably going to be Gorn. If the Bulldogs win, it's probably going to be Bontempelli. Yeah, you know, they're probably it's a bit like Dustin Martin the last couple of years before he stepped on the field. He's probably. Already got two votes yeah. in his back pocket. For the, shall we? Shall we jump this now, I, or do I you want to? <laughs> I actually think that they'll, they'll go a fair way to neutralising Gorn, and I actually think yep. that it'll be one of the Melbourne midfielders. Yeah. Win, so, so. I'm a, look, my, it's an obvious one, but I think Petrarch has been the number one player in the competition this year. Like, apologies to Ollie Wines, but I feel like in the big games, and this like it takes me back to what I was saying before. Yeah. Every time I've doubted Melbourne this season. They've proven me wrong. They smashed the doggies in a Friday night game between first and second. They beat up Brisbane at the Gabba. They pulverised Geelong. Again, three quarters erect, even more and so I think two weeks ago. Played here, played, have been playing at the ground, have had a lot of time mm. here. The so one concern I have is the whole having yeah. two weeks off out of the yeah. last three. And I that think concerns that's, me a little bit. That helps the Bulldogs more than I think yeah. it helps Melbourne. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, yeah, the, the Normie, it's, it's a funny one. I, I'm sitting here trying to work out who does Dunkley go to. Does he go to Petraka or does he go to Oliver? He's clearly going to go to one of them, and I think that the other one will be the one who gets off the leash. Yeah. I think that Oliver's probably more gettable in a tag than Petraka is, so I can understand... But he'll get more free kicks for ducking his head. Well, no, I mean, I can understand... <laughs> I can probably understand the Petraka thing. Yeah. But I, I think Max Gorn will get it. Okay. There you yeah, go. I yeah. think... Mm-hmm. And as I said, it's probably more for the narrative. Is, is that he will just have to be decent. Yeah, true. Um, In terms of the, like... Yeah. Yeah, the matchup for him. Yeah, that's right. And, and a shout-out to Bon Bon at work. So we did the... Uh, we've done the uh, sweepstakes for the grand final, so... Everyone's been randomly allocated five players. So there's prizes for first goal and Norm Smith. She managed to get uh, Max Gordon and the Bont in her five. So (laughs) she's the clubhouse leader right now, put it that way. Very, very short odds. Yeah. Yeah. The bookies would be liking that that combo, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, So um, prediction margin-wise, you've said Melbourne. Uh, I'm going to say 20 points. Yeah. But expect it to be close for probably two and a half quarters. I think uh, Melbourne, Melbourne need Melbourne, to keep it close to then Melbourne, run over the top of Melbourne the Melbourne will kind of get a bit of a gap on them and then there might be some junk time action at the at the back end to bring it in a bit. But yeah. I'm expecting Melbourne to be probably five or six goals up halfway through the last quarter. And I'd be then, happy with that. Yeah, and then to, to kind of hold from there. So, 
And then the Leon Davis Medal, the most prestigious award in world sport. Um, yeah, I think the painstakingly forged, like in the shape of a donut out of hard baked oh. shit. I think we said I'm the so donut happy. being how many uh, disposals uh, Alistair Lynch had uh, a previous winner. <laughs> well, how many times? <laughs> he, 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 uh, <laughs> yeah, at he Daryl Wakeman. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a long list of luminaries oh, I, I, for this I, one. Hayden I, Ballantyne, Jared oh. Ruffhead, uh, Leon Davis himself, of course, the name. I am so dirty um, on our 2019 where I gave the bag man the. Uh, <laughs> I said it was one or two, and I went the wrong way. Yeah, uh, and you also you also went Collingwood in a very very close game, so you were just off on that one yeah. as well. Feast dick away from uh, the worry, mate. That's happiness insurance. That one. But um, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, Jeremy Finlayson's woeful effort in 2019. <clears throat> I, 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 I think I, we could have given yeah. it to the entire GWS team. Well, I just think, I think he, had, he might have had a whopping one position that yeah. day. So. I, do, I can't remember who it was from Sydney, but it was like the guy... I remember we were having a long well, discussion on weighing things up, and then Timbo, <laughs> the eagle eyes, pointed out that he was the one who had landed on Buddy's ankle <laughs> and then taken him off in the first quarter. So I'm trying to remember who it was I, now. I think George Hewitt or something. Yeah, I think it, yeah, Hewitt, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I had an Which H I'm, in my I'm, head. I'm really surprised because yeah. I, I rarely go and very rarely shows up for any finals. <laughs> yeah. Moved up to his name a couple of weeks ago. Um, but so, look, I'm. I always like the small forwards for this one. I feel like it's they're a big chance, and I'm purely because I hear he's under an injury cloud and a bit uncertain as well. I'm going to go um, Spargo. Yeah, I, it's him or Pickett, and I, I think, think it, Spargo being potentially a bit underdone as well has yeah, pushed I'm, me in that direction. So I'm, I'm hedging a bit because it is a Melbourne player. I'm, I'm thinking Josh Shackey. Uh, he was very, very good. Yeah, that's my worry. Oh, really? So it's a bit no. like me with the Rioli no, argument. I think the, uh, the, the rationale <laughs> that I say for this is, is that, look, Shaki obviously played a neutralising role last week where his, his goal was to to stop a Lear Lear. I suspect that they'll try and do the same today with Jake Lever. Mm. And um, I, I just wonder if he's going to get his hands on the ball at any stage as a consequence of that. So. We've got a special guest joining us here. Oh. Timbo. Timbo. Eli's <laughs> HD Ackerman. We were just talking about your uh, George Hewitt call for the Leon Davis when you're like, well, hang on. <laughs> Isn't that the guy who took out Buddy as well? <laughs> so, uh, now, now that you're joining us on such a short notice, <laughs> Leon, Leon Davis medal is this year. He's putting him on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with Gary Rowan. <laughs> Yeah, we had a discussion about this. We said his performance in the prelim was so shit house. He may actually deserve to win the Leon Davis, despite not making the game. Well, that's in the spirit of Leon Davis, not playing in the decisive game of the season, and he can still win the medal. And it's it's ready to run, Rowan, to use his no, official title. No. I, as I, I, as I, I have just referred to him as rarely going. That was so good, though. Yeah. Yes. We, we've told that story, haven't we? Is after Hawthorne shat all over them in 2014, there was a clickbait article we saw later that night, which was Rowan ready to run on the NCG. <laughs> oh, so good. Yes. So, uh, yeah. so shall we uh, slap a bow on this one? Oh, t- have you got a prediction for the game? <laughs> Put me on the spot there. Yeah. Oh, well, you were ready to go with Gary Ryan. That's why I was, I was happy to throw to you again. I'm not going to throw my chips yeah. <laughs> oh, Well, you don't have to to win our competition this year. <laughs> Embarrassing. 
It's like, all right, well, we, we may, maybe uh, cut back in we'll at give, uh, we'll quarter give time. Yeah, we'll give, give us a time to we'll mull it Tim, over. We'll give Timo till half time. Yeah. So, <laughs> <we're listening> <laughs> <laughs> so he can figure out who's going to win. Most of the camera rollers have turned up. Well, he didn't turn up two weeks ago, so why would he tonight? <laughs> So Voss the boss has taken over, <laughs> or does RTB have like um, <laughs> copyright? That? Oh, jeez, he's lost it. There you go. I'm just going to go out here on the record. Like, has anyone actually looked at how mediocre Carlton's list really is right now? Like, what did they expect from David T? <laughs> Well, I think, I, think, I think Carlton are pretty goddamn shit. <laughs> like, anyone who's looking at that team going, oh, we should be like playing in the second week of the finals, they <laughs> need I, to reassess. The challenge with this stuff is, is that usually you find everybody gets excited by the top four and the top five, and they kind of don't look at, you know, it's, it's mm. players 15 to 22 yeah. that invariably determine yeah. games. I mean, Walsh and Chris are two of the best midfielders in the and, game. And, and, and Jake, like, Jacob Wittering is arguably the best key, young key defender going around as well. So the, the pieces are there. I mean, they can never get Charlie well, Kuno on the field. Harry McKay is yeah, I was just going to very say, exciting I, I believe it's Mackay. Don't, don't ask me why. <laughs> but, <laughs> why Mackay? Why? <laughs> it's felt exactly but, the same as other people. There's, there's, like, there's like, just, yeah. you know... It's like, those, those kind of, but they've got like 14 or 15 whisk cloggers or guys yeah, that are whisk. well or truly past their best yeah. every week. Yeah, as someone once said, like, Mark Murphy always goes out there and waves the flag for his teammates, but it's always the white flag. <laughs> like, yeah, I just, I feel... Really, and I th- like it's. I think it, I really like the fact that Richmond saw David Teague was available, and they went, "Yeah, we'll have some of that." Like a yeah. week after he was let go, and I think he, and I mean, look, he was over here at the Eagles working on their back line as as Simo was coming through. Mm. I think towards the back end of Westwell Simpson, and mm. he was always very highly rated at the Eagles as right. well. He went over to Adelaide with Phil Walsh, mm. um, so Phil Walsh clearly rated him as well. Yeah. Um, but I just don't like. I it's mean, the Carlton way, though. Like the problem with oh, Carlton yeah. is, like, is that they. We, oh, we need to ta- tag like Timbo's uncle on this. Get his take on Mitt Malthouse. <laughs> that was always entertaining. Think, <laughs> and you know the irony of it all being obviously the week that John Elliott passes away, but the, their way was always the brown paper bag. You know, they never. I just thought for twenty stuff for twenty years, get rid of Brett Ratton. (laughs) Like Ratton had overachieved with that team, and they got rid of him so they could parachute Malthouse in. I sound like your uncle right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Timbo's heard this rant and family gets to get this for the last decade, probably. They've always been too quick to move on, guys. Mm. I, I think you know, except Mark Murphy. It wasn't, yeah. Well, yeah, they keep the players around. Yeah. Too long, but the coaches yeah. is a different matter. I mean, even Brendan Bolton, to a certain extent, mm. would be a little bit hard done. But was a bit hard done. Yeah. Um, but I just think, it, for me, it just all stems back to getting rid of Ratton, who yeah, well, did was, really well with. I, that's, that's all I can come back to. Is, has anyone actually looked? Taking a cold, hard, dispassionate look at Carlton's list. Like, Voss is sitting there saying we need to make finals of that. I just don't see it. And I feel bad for these guys who come in and having that set as their benchmark. Like, well, Justin yeah. Longmuir has come in at Frio with a team that was 
borderline finals this year, but he wasn't like setting these lofty ambitions for himself. They're building and something. Think, that's what it should and, be more of a narrative about. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they are building something at premium. Oh, yeah. It's very yep. easy to see that. Um, I think... But, I mean, but you know, you look at Carlton. What did they do last year? Let's go get Adam Saar. Let's go get Zach Williams. What are they going to do this year? Let's go get Adam Chera. It's like, how about you develop and grow your own talent? Like, how, about you, how about you show some patience and some resilience and try and build something organically yeah. rather than going for the quick fix band-aid solution. Which because... Michael Voss got sacked for doing, by the way. So that's, yeah. a, that's a pretty scary thought so of he's... moving him in as coach. He's got four, like, yeah. let's just yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there's also the interesting argument with regards to this is that, you know, I always ask the question about the retread coach as well. Like, was he, was he really hard done by in Brisbane? Um, it's hard to. I it's think he kind of made his, I mean, he's, a rod for his own back. I think yeah. The, 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 the only argument you could make for this was that he should never. He should have done an apprenticeship first, and you know he was obviously signed up to come over and coach with the, the West Eagles. Coast. Yeah. Uh, maybe he needed to do that for a year or two before he got his own team. So I don't mean a bit like you, Sam Mitchell. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> the Sam Mitchell comparisons are significant. Yeah. What? What's would, your take on the Sam Mitchell thing? Because I've oh, obviously shafted it all the time. Great. Look, should be the, back in finals this year. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> no. Look, um, the thing I've hated most as a Hawthorne fan, and I can only imagine how non-Hawthorne fans uh, uh, react to it, is the hubris around it just the because he's a Hawthorne guy he's going to be better than anyone else like there's been a lot of hubris around some of the trades they've made recently like bringing in Jonathan Patton and and these sorts of blokes Tom and thinking Scully, that yeah, Jack yeah. Wingard, Tyler, Tom don't get me started on the fucking Wingard one and just thinking that because we're yeah. Hawthorne we have the Midas touch it shouldn't have been a straight trade, and then we gave them butters to sweeten the deal. Oh, just it boggles the mind. Oh, the microphone on that thing's going to blow up, isn't it? But uh, look, I hope it works out. But I can see Clarko going on to great success at GWS next season, and and I think will G- we regret it? Is it GWS or the Gold Coast? It's GWS because Gold Coast. No, it's 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 GWS because no team from the Gold Coast will ever achieve sporting success in this country. Mm. Come on, we know that. (laughs) The the, the fact that there's still a franchise there is is nothing short of miraculous. But you have to think that the AFL will be moving heaven and earth to get him up to the Gold Coast. (laughs) Yeah, but Clarko's. I feel like more than most other coaches, he's not going to be swayed by that sort of bullshit. The only thing I reckon is that he might feel uncomfortable um, sort of forcing Leon Cameron out at GWS. I think if it wasn't for that factor, like if it wasn't one of his underlings at GWS, he might have been there before the end of, like before the end of next season. Um, You have to wonder though, does he, like, would he go back to it? Should he go back to it? Isn't he, isn't he better off taking the Paul Roos approach now? <coughs> well, I'll just or, use or the Sydney example here. Mummy and goods here. Take all the money yeah. and none of the responsibility. Yeah, but I think Clarko is going to be I mean, up for the challenge. And I think it's an interesting... But, I mean, you know, he, at the same time, don't, don't just, you know, for the same reasons it might not happen, but he could be in blue and gold too. Yeah. In, in 12 months' time. 
Well, I mean, <laughs> you'd be. I was talking about being three quarters erect before. I think you'd be right there with me on that on that one. <laughs> if you could snag that one, but would he? I don't think, I don't especially think given, yeah, especially given the border situation no, and everything else he, at the moment. I like, couldn't see him coming to Perth. Moving interstate is now moving like moving to another country at the moment. Thanks, vaccine passports. But I think <laughs> worse. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, but look, Simo, I, Simo's yeah, clearly in, on notice when when they basically get rid of all your assistance. Mm. That's your that's your last chance, basically. Isn't You're it? hanging on by a thread here, pal. Yeah. <laughs> but look, I, it was interesting. You and I had a discussion. It was the same one about a month left to go in the season. I said I would love to just do a straight swap because I actually think Clarko and Simo are both pretty decent coaches. And it's just their message is stale. It's a bit like what happened to Ross Lyon at Frio. Well, it just a, a change is as good as a vacation. And I think both those guys had been at their clubs long enough that it just it wasn't they weren't resonating with the players anymore. Still, I think both solid coaches, but even just doing a straight swap well, I think would have the, been good for both teams. I look, the Eagles. Yeah, there's a, there's a bit of that, but the Eagles play. You know, chose to play a way that's very frustrating. They haven't adapted with the times, and as I said, he's got a year to fix it. You're living in the past, Murray. Yeah. Quit living in the past. So, uh, but yeah, I just look. I mean, in been... res- like to the final line I will have on the Sam Mitchell thing is, I'm very afraid. Like, I feel like this could blow up in our faces, like Michael Voss, like Mick Malthouse, like a lot of those moves. I feel like in two years' well, time... James Hurd's probably... Oh, yeah, but unlike that, Sam Mitchell's not a fucking filthy drug cheat, so at least he's got that on his side. Like, I just think... I, I hope it works out, but I have grave doubts over it. So, yeah, I feel like two years' time... We could be in the market for a, a Mick Malthouse type <laughs> parachute. <laughs> Ross the boss. RTV. <laughs> but he doesn't want to interview for the job. So yeah. Yeah. Probably because he doesn't interview well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he considers interviews beneath him. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 hear his in, I hear his interview process is blossoming nicely. <laughs> He puts the B in RTV. <laughs> so yeah, good good luck to Michael Voss and Sam Mitchell. I feel like and, they both and, might well, need it. I actually think Craig McRae will probably need it more. <laughs> but no one knows who that is. Because <laughs> I can't I can't imagine Collingwood sitting sitting around and waiting either. Well, my prediction is looking good for one of the first times ever in Blowpod history. I'm, 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 I'm loving this. Uh, I've got a fair bit of money riding on Melbourne today, and I'm the highest uh, Melbourne margin in the sweepstakes at work. So both of those are looking pretty good right four, now. Four, five to one, two quarter time. Bailey Fridge yep. pops up with a couple of goals. Melbourne, Melbourne mids just all over, oh, yeah. quite frankly. I mean, yeah. Oliver, I don't think he had a disposal in the last five minutes, and he's still the leading disposal winner on the ground. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's damn well... Stuff at the moment, like good luck holding up. Uh, <laughs> Told you, cunts. Yeah, is a, the ball seems to be in Melbourne's Ford Fifty for the most part. Yeah, and you know when it is going forward to the Bulldogs, they're outnumbered, and it's yeah. The, I think they're going to, you know, they're going to find it difficult to, to to get back in this game the way it's been played at the moment. Timbo did make a sneaky call of Aaron Norton for the Leon Davis, and it's looking the goods at the moment. 
<laughs> well done. <Hey. laughs> Utilize HD activate. Yeah. So yeah, no one, yeah. Not much, not, not much else to say. Like the doggies. Just yeah, well, out, just out, can't get their hands out. on the ball. Yeah. Really, it's a simple. Out worked. Yeah. Out positioned. Outperformed. Yeah. I mean, Melbourne could probably be a couple more yeah. goals in front, to be and fair. I mean, yeah, it, it looks scary every time a goal goes inside forward 50 for Melbourne. They look like they're going to score. Um, <laughs> it's dangerous. And that's not yeah. a Mark Harvey dangerous. That's an actual dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Come on, Melbourne. <laughs> See you at half time. I've doubted you all year, Melbourne. Stop living down to my expectations. Fuck's sake. Just shit. Like, the the decision-making. When they had three guys ready to handle their way to 40 and have a shot. Oh, no, we'll kick it to an un, unopposed Bulldogs player 25 metres out from our goal instead. It's very frustrating. Very frustrating. I have a lot of money on Melbourne, as you can probably tell. And I've had a lot to drink, as you can probably tell. And Melbourne are behind, as you can probably tell. Currently uh, seven five to five nine at halftime in favour of the Bulldogs. I mean, I still think that Melbourne are going to run over the top of them, but like, and it's the narrative as well. Like the way the commentators are jumping on the bad bank. And did the doggies really play that well in that quarter? I don't think they did. Melbourne just yeah. shot themselves in the foot a couple of times. Like they could have easily gotten a couple more goals. Yeah, that's right. I mean, one four for the quarter and. Yeah, a couple of opportunities wasted, fumbles, missing targets, and decision you know, making. Ball goes down the other end. Goal, goal, goal. So you know, so four more times, I think. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Adam Trelawney, dropping the <laughs> dropping the remote there. Adam Trelawney actually turning up and kicking two goals <laughs> in a minute there. And, Thanks, Collingwood. Yeah, <laughs> you bastards. And uh, the bond. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to say, if, if the doggies win, he's an absolute lock for the normie now. So, uh, I, see I don't know, Caleb Daniels had a lot of ball across half-back. And, uh, yeah, but it's across half-back. Certainly, like, certainly giving him a lot of drive in that quarter then. So, who won the Norm Smith? Was it Dustin Martin or was it Basha Hawley? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and Bond will do the same. Like, I'm not saying he's the best on ground. I'm saying he'll win the Norm Smith. <laughs> There's a big difference. Right, so we will cut now to the moderator for today's debate. Great debate. And that is... Tim, are you going to want to uh, bring the, bring the um, beanbag over for this one? Who, who is the biggest cunt in the AFL? Oh, we, we have two arguments. We have for Danger Cunt, <laughs> Mr. Glenn Jamison, and for Joel Selwood, we have Mr. Timothy Archer. Now, obviously, both from Geelong. Go figure on that one. <laughs> um, and, and just a reminder that, yes, I'm still three quarters erect from that result two weeks ago. <laughs> But uh, opening arguments, I'm going to throw to Jamison first. Danger cunt. Go. How is he a bigger cunt than Selwood? Because obviously, like, both of them are cunts. <laughs> that, 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 that is not in dispute. Like, that's taken as, as a given. How is... <laughs> Whoa, well, there you go. T- a tip oh. over. We'll, uh, we'll come to you, thank you. My, my thanks to the peanut gallery on my left. How is... 
Patrick Dangerfield a bigger cunt than Joel Selwood? Go. He loves himself so much. Like, all you've got to do is watch any ad that he's in, and that's not difficult because he's on, like, every second ad on TV. <laughs> the way he carries himself, he's on trial when he was reported. Oh, I felt like I'm on trial. Well, yeah, that's what happens when you get reported. But the topper for me, the creme de la creme, the Foxtel ad a couple of, <laughs> the, the Foxtel ad from a couple of years ago when he was surfing in a suit. Like Patrick Dangerfield, fuck off. Alright. Well now throw Con, you're gonna have to come come over here to me. Just, <laughs> just bring the thing over to me. Come over here and tell me why Joel Sell, what is a bigger cunt than Patrick Dangerfield? <laughs> Get your ass over here. God, this is a... He's a struggle tower. Yeah, don't put yourself out of it. I just ripped on the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, go on, go. Well, firstly, Alright, that, that kind of... <laughs> Does speak for itself. Timo's trying to breathe right now. Which may have, may have something to do with me, but we won't go there. So, right. so, are you, oh, come on. Like, I'll make your argument for you. For me, like, I've often said, like, Dangerfield is the biggest fig jam in the AFL, but Selwood is the biggest cunt. And for me, it's just... The big brown baleful eyes up to the umpire and the constant dialogue. It's like every time he ducks his head and doesn't get a free kick, it's like the four sentences back and forth that are discussed afterwards. Like, do, know your damn role, do your damn job. In, and in someone's defence, he's probably concussed and he's got CTE, oh, oh, but anyway. Well, it couldn't happen to a more deserving bloke, for the record. But it's just like... There's something about him. He's got just the most punchable face in the league. Like, every oh, time... Dangerfield's face is pretty... Oh, no. Silver's is a mile worse. Because at least Dangerfield is like... <clears throat> like, Dangerfield in that prelim final was just out there going, like, I'm too good for this shit. Selwood was just... <laughs> I, want, I want to get sucked off by the umpires after the game more than I want my team to actually win here. The petulance he shows when he gives away a high free kick on somebody else. As though, like, well, it shouldn't be paid because it wasn't me getting a free kick. It is another very compelling argument, Jamison, I have to say. No. Like, I feel it's a bit of a soup when he gives free kicks away too. And then there's, you know, the, the petulance to his to his other teammates when they can't hit him lace out when he's had he's Matthew Richards. He's never hit a forward lace out in his career either. But anyway. That's probably because he hasn't had one to kick to. Like who is it, Taylor Walker or Tom Hogan? Whenever Patrick Dangerfield's within 75 metres of goal, you know he's had a shot. Yeah, I'm having a shot. The other thing with Dangerfield is that Selwood's got about 10 years on him at Geelong, so... Danger feels like trying to catch up to him. He's got, got this body of a cunt state. He's being a cunt. The rich so <laughs> oh. Whereas, like, He's got the runs on the board. Like, Danger feels like Adelaide was a bit innocuous, you know. It wasn't too much. Other than the time he outran, was it Stephen Hill? <laughs> Remember when he had, like, when, when he was 
I do remember when he was wearing Rashudo's number and he had like a foot just, race with a Frio guy and it was Stephen oh, Hill and just like the amount of oh, like how yeah, the wanking how over how in the comments. How about that danger feel when he went into that press conference all bandaged up trying to be a real I would I would also say the, 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 the shit you were saying about the commercial I would say the most insufferable AFL commercial I've seen is Joel Selwood sitting on the in the back of that taxi from like now three you, years ago. Now when you duck like, your head, it's yeah, a free it's kid. not a free kid. It's like what? I don't understand. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dangerfield, danger no, Dangerfield Foxtel ad is the worst ad, the worst. Well, I have to say to you, like, you need to make a more compelling case for me here. And I'm someone who went in thinking you were going to win, but you're leaving me hanging here, much like Melbourne. <laughs> well, look, on the basis of tonight's efforts, <laughs> Jamison wins, but, but that's really on you, Timbo. <laughs> no, look, I think... For me, like it's the the free kicks four count when you look at them at the end of every season and Selwood has got like thirty more I than mean, any other player in the league. I just find that absolutely insane. This is is that Selwood's probably only got one year left max. Danny Field, we've still got probably unfortunately another three or four of him. Yeah, but if Geelong keeps shitting the bed like this, that might not be a bad thing. <laughs> Come on, that, that was the highlight of my 35th birthday last year, was seeing both of those cunts in tears in the final siren. Yes! Yes! I still think it's great that Dave Field hasn't won an AFL grand final. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is good. And what is it, six, six prelims he's been in now? Yeah. And he also hasn't been to a proper grand final. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Timo may have won the debate on the basis of that final. And it's, it's an argument for the other boy. You're just helping your opponent. I'm just going to sit there and say, whilst we mentioned that, one-on-one in the last quarter last year, Dangerfield versus Dustin Martin, when Dusty just brushed him away, picked the ball up, turned around yeah. and picked the goal. Yeah. Like, that, that Not on my level. That is the synopsis of Dangerfield's career where he just got a little bit too tough and he needed to stand yeah, up. I'm tapping out. I'm tapping out. <laughs> I'm trying to tell Well, Timbo, we just saw Birds of Tokyo just absolutely destroy Silverchair the way they did the West Coast Eagles anthem during the halftime there. Thoughts, <laughs> comments, suggestions? Oh, yeah, it wasn't a great cover. I mean, the... Uh... If you're going to play that sort of song, you've got to be able to at least hit the high notes, don't you? Well, just to get in the general vicinity of the notes, usually <laughs> In the ballpark, at least. Yeah, get, otherwise, get auto-tune or something. But, I mean, yeah. Should we be surprised, given the... Yeah, I mean, as you commented earlier on, you were unaware that they're responsible for the, the New Eagles Earth, and then I think your well, comments, uh, summing it up, as completely other shit, is probably yeah, fair. 100% agree, and it's... Uh, it's yeah. good to see that they stayed on brand with their halftime performance. <laughs> yes. No, 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 brand no, 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 no. I hate that. It's oh. brand and franchise. They're my two most painful. On point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they were singing Unbreakable there at the end, and, you know, my patience. Well, redeem themselves a little As one of their voices. Yeah. <laughs> Tolerance for that. So I'm just going back on the record because I want to say I reckon that was arguably the worst quarter that Melbourne have played this year. <laughs> like 
I still, even despite everything like the, me putting the mockers on in my long and checkered history of inaccurate <laughs> pre-game predictions in these grand final podcasts, I still feel like Melbourne are going to win. Maybe I've got the blinkers on. Having had no confidence in them all year, maybe now I'm overconfident in them. But I still think they should run over the top of them now. Jack, well, I can, I, like can I pass over for a most more sober take on proceedings here? Well, I feel like the Bulldogs, everything went right that quarter. Mm. You know, not many, not many inside fifties, but seemed to be converting every time. I think it was like there. five inside fifties and four goals one. At one stage, yeah, and you know, a yeah. couple, couple of contested marks, which is very rare to see Mel- Melbourne defence get routinely outmarked the way they were. I just think they've just got to tighten up a little bit, you mm. know, and just be a little bit smarter bringing the ball in. They're getting more than yeah, enough ball. Yeah, So, you like, know... There was, there was some... There's some swapping... I know I made pitches. this yeah, point before, but there was some appalling decision-making with some disposals inside 50. Yeah. So, having said that, though, like, Stephen May has well and truly put himself in the mix for the Leon Davis medal. He has, yeah. And I mean, Tom McDonald, like... Are you going to show up? Where are you? It's actually, it's actually a pretty wide field at this stage. There's probably about, mm. really on the ground, there's probably only about eight or nine guys that are really having an influence. Everybody yeah. else is pretty blah, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, so. Including in our, in our blood pod efforts, thanks to Timbo. I still can't, how you cannot make a compelling argument for Selwood being a cunt? Come on, Timbo. you got to be better than that, mate. We're about to kick off for the second half. Come on, Melbourne. I still have faith. Let's go, Melbourne! How- Woo! Sorry, I held on for as long as I could, but honestly, like... How the turntables. <laughs> yes. Yes! Jamison rocking the Michael Scott oh, quote. Niggas is wild! Bulldogs got out to 13 points and they're 24 points down. How am I doing this? Melbourne just had a 15-minute Oh, yeah. Led by... LJ Hooker, you're the best. Luke Jackson going into the... I am honoured to be named Jackson right now. He uh, has... I mean, you made the comment pre-game that Max Gorn would win the Norm Smith because he'd dominate Stefan and Timmy English. English has done all right. Stefan's not done much. But it's Jackson. Like, his shift into the rut was the... It was like Podsy Adley getting subbed off injured. That was the game changer. That's what... The turntables have <laughs> on the I back mean, of that. Yeah, the Melbourne midfield gets on top for a yeah. short surge. I mean, pa- and pa- came in waves. Yeah, Petrarca and Oliver yeah. have just like they were just getting the taps, reading it, yeah. they run it forward, yeah. bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Oh. So. Tipo, uh, any any comments? Anything bad? No. The Aaron Norton for the Leon Davis medal is is looking. Is is. He's on the podium right now, but I believe Jamison has come up with... I think with, Cody Wade Yes, right yeah, that's the one. I, I couldn't t- remember the name, so I was t- relying on... That was my, my Anna Coron-esque segue I to mean, him there. Jason Johansson yeah. being pretty quiet. Tom McDonald for Melbourne just, just had a horror. horror <laughs> yeah, but his team are going to win, though. That's yeah. the difference. <laughs> right. I mean, uh, Johansson's taken mark of the game and kicked a goal, so... Yeah. I mean, I have to say, like, the Spargo call has not been a bad one. Like, I haven't no. seen him other than the goal he kicked in yeah. the opening term. Well, Josh Shackey's done nothing yeah. as well. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, oh, so 
I'm sorry that they actually had to move him back into defence in the third quarter. So, you know, that's sort of... That's true Shaggy's a throwing Hunter forward yeah. there. <laughs> throw Shaggy back is the new throw Hunter forward. It's generally not a, generally not a good sign for your... Non, for your well, it's generally a good sign for you, Leon Davis. Isn't that what I'm going to say? Yeah. The, Neon, the Leon Davis and the Norm Smith are just opposite ends of the pendulum, basically. But, uh, I mean, oh, I'm so happy because uh, I've got Melbourne by 35 points in my sweepstakes. I need them to win by more than 32 to win. Right now, that means they just have to outscore the Doggies by eight points in the final quarter. And... It's just hard to... Like, and I shouldn't get ahead of myself, but it's hard to see how the doggies are going to get a better just, run than they did in the second quarter and the start of the third. And they're four goals down right now. Well, I mean, just the power that Melbourne finished that third quarter with, that's the worrying yeah. part, is just that the ball was coming out of that mid-area mid yeah. way too And that's, as we say, without the fucking... Arguably the best Ruckman in the competition. Yeah. With him sitting on the pine for most of that, I think. Oh, either that yeah. or resting forward. Deep forward, yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah. Yeah, so, uh... So, come on, Melbourne! Well, I got a prediction right in a podcast. That's one of the signs of the apocalypse, isn't it? We had a few. Yeah. Tracker for the Norm. Yeah. Baby Kid Six. <laughs> we both done. Yes. Going on? Right there. Yes. <laughs> yes. So yeah, yeah I'm on my and sweet seat. And Josh Shacky probably podium for the for the Leon so I reckon. Yeah. Have we made a call on that? Did we oh, give it to Wayne in the end? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think the country one. Yeah. Tim Easily. Yeah, yeah, that one was pretty shocking. That's one of my experiences. You're stealing all my lines. Yes, but um, that became well, a precision in the end. There, Jim. I think it was like the last fourteen goals, was it? Fourteen goals from one after yeah, halfway through the third quarter. It was just yeah, just one was way good. traffic. One way traffic. Won my sweepstakes. Won a lot of money in bets as well. Yes, yes. Yeah. Look, and look, it was everything. The reason I'm so smudged right now is, it was basically everything I said. Like Melbourne, best team. Oh yeah, doggies. I still think they were pretty fortunate to make a grand final. Like, as I say, like how they beat Brisbane in that game is still beyond me. And they had a quarter and a half where they got kissed on the dick by both the rubber, the green, and the umpires. The rubber, the green, and the rubber, the yellow. And um, like Melbourne absorbed all they had to, and then. Said so we'll just we'll, we'll just whack on a lazy like eighty unanswered yeah, points in the fasc- second half. Fascinating that you know the captain had no influence really on the game at all. Why like, he's probably in the worst five or six on the ground. He was he played the James Pods Adley role. Yeah. He, but he was uh, contributed to the team by removing himself from the contest. Yeah, <laughs> Timbo's nodding his yeah. approval of that assessment right there. Yeah, but LJ Hooker, what a game! Yeah. That's I mean. Best game of his career, surely. Like right up there, he had a pretty yeah. good one against the Eagles earlier in the year. So, mm-hmm. but but it's why he won the Rising Star. He's certainly star on the rise. Yeah, certainly more than can be said for previous winners. Yes, God's <laughs> shitsky. Yeah, I mean. Uh, well, there we go. <laughs> what is what more is there to say? Tim, have anything to add from over there? Not that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the voice is struggling here. Yeah. But yes, yes, Melbourne. Yes. 
And now he can get over this. Like, the, the narrative that was being spun in that second quarter about how amazing the doggies were. Like, I'm glad to see that's been <laughs> put to rest in the second half. Yes. Not that good. Okay. <laughs> Enough said. Until next time. Later, skaters. Later, Hosen. We'll try and make it less than 18 months. Yeah. <laughs>